Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Back here on Sports Talk, Bobby Hebert, Mike Dettelier, Christian Garrick. Time to go behind enemy lines. He's not our enemy. D. Orlando Ledbetter, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution Falcons beat writer. D. Orlando, how are you, man? Hey, I'm doing great. How's it going, guys? All right. Doing well. Uh, so what to expect Sunday when the Saints get up there for a noon kickoff against Atlanta with a lot of changes that have happened with uh, the, the, the Falcons, in particular at quarterback, Matt Ryan no longer there. Yeah, no question about it. They put in uh, Marcus Mariota as the quarterback, a different scheme, uh, run-heavy scheme. So, um, you know, we're going to see a uh, knockdown, drag-out, Saints and Falcons, uh, typical rivalry game. How has Mariota looked in, in training camp? He's, uh, he's played four series. They scored three times, three of the four. Uh, you know, one of them was, uh, um, you know, against the Jets backup. But, hey, you know, that's how they do it in the exhibition season these days. So, uh, when he's been on the field, they've been functioning. Uh, haven't done a lot with Kyle Pitts or Corderell Patterson, both of their, uh, uh, you know, main weapons. Uh, and Drake London, the third weapon. So, uh, in some regards, it'll be an experiment on Sunday. You know, talk about that experiment. Is, is, Lake, uh, is Drake London ready to roll or is he still banged up? I want you to comment on that, D. And then also, uh, I was looking at uh, Cardell Patterson. It seems like, boy, you look at him as a return specialist and all different things he could do. But you look at him, I think, as a running back. I was surprised more. He averaged over four yards a carry uh, as a running back. And then you look at total yards of scrimmage, 1,166. I think the Falcons figured out how to use him better than anyone. Yeah, they did, Bobby. They figured out how to use him. Uh, Drake London came back to practice on Monday. Uh, they kept him under wraps after he took a hit to his knee on August the 12th. So, uh, you know, it's a matter of if his cardio is up up to par. But uh, I fully expect them to try to play him. If they, uh, if they weren't going to play him, they would have put him on IR like they did five other guys. So uh, I'm thinking they're trying to get him ready to play on Sunday. And, uh, yeah, Corderell was, uh, you know, out of necessity because the other weapons weren't doing anything. Calvin right. Ridley 
Uh, went to, um, you know, left the team for mental health reasons. Mike Davis couldn't get any traction at running back. So, you know, all they had was Kyle Pitts and Cordero Patterson last year, and they figured out how to move those two guys around and, and play off of those two guys because that was pretty much all they had uh, with a little bit of Russell Gage. So I uh, give them credit for that. They added some weapons, and now we'll see uh, what Arthur Smith can do to get creative to keep this offense moving. Now, D, uh, what you've witnessed um, with Kyle Pitts, I mean, 68 receptions over 1,000 yards. This is impressive, 15 yards a reception, but only one touchdown. It seems like they'd figure out more how to get his uh, hands on the ball in the red zone. Do you think he'd have at least maybe eight, nine, or ten touchdowns? I thought that was surprising when I read that, that he had only one touchdown last year. Yeah, that was surprising because, I mean, God, he's 6'7". You could just throw him fade routes, Bobby, right? Right. Or back shoulder stuff. So, But for some reason, he wasn't a weapon in the red zone last year. But he wasn't real happy about that. And, um, you know, he definitely wants to increase his productivity. Uh, look for him to, you know, even if he's outside of the red zone, to try to run hard after the catch and take it to the house on some of his plays. But, yeah, that's definitely that definitely was a problem last year. Um, you know, same kind of even went back to Julio Jones and Matt Ryan. They they couldn't score a lot of touchdowns together. D. Uh, one of the things uh, I covered uh, Marcus when he was in the uh, Titans camp, and when uh, Arthur was there uh, working with him, one of the things they did a lot back then, and you see Tannehill some designated runs for him. Now Marcus is a really good athlete. Now. He's thin-billed, so I don't know how many hits he'd be able to take. But I think one of the things we've gotten used to when you play Atlanta because of Matt Ryan, he's he's a pocket quarterback. He's not going to run away from you, and he's not going to – you're going to use him on running plays. I do think that that element of using Marcus as a runner is going to be more in play. Uh, Your thoughts? Yeah, my great observation, and I agree wholeheartedly. We've seen them operate out of the pistol exclusively in uh, game three with Ritter at the controls, by the way. Yep. But definitely going to see some RPO and spread activity uh, with uh, with uh, Marcus throwing off of the RPOs and perhaps keeping it on some of them. So uh, uh, that's definitely in play. That plays his strength. That was a big problem in uh, Tennessee got Coach Malarkey fired. Was uh, you know they didn't feel that they were tailoring the offense to fit Marcus's skill set, and then uh, you know Vrabel got the job. They thought they were going to get Josh McDaniels, but they didn't. And uh, uh, Arthur took over as the AC or or OC, and still you know they weren't able to play to his strengths, which is you know spread <laughs> football, which is RPO football. So yep. we expect to see a lot of that. Uh, with the Falcons in uh, Marcus Mariota and Desmond Ritter at quarterback. Now, uh, D, is this still the case uh, when you look at the Falcons on defense uh, that Grady Jarrett probably could start for every team? Uh, I think he's one uh, guy that has always stepped up to the plate. Now he's going into his eighth season. Obviously, in these parts, uh, I think uh, he's hurt. Uh, Debo, Deion Jones, but where are they at defensively? And who's that alpha dog? You know how we got Demario Davis. Uh, to to get everyone fired up and really get that Saints defense going. Who's that alpha dog uh, uh, for the Falcons uh, to try and lead that defense? D, uh, piggybacking on what Bobby asked you, it seems to me A.J. Terrell, it, 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 man, if I had one player on that team to pick, I want him. 
I mean, I think he kind of got overlooked by a lot of people because he wasn't on a good team. But if you watch A.J. play, he is a dynamite cover guy, one-on-one. And he is really at a upper level as far as the cover corner. Yeah, no doubt. They don't have a DeMario Davis, but just coming up the middle, you have, uh, of course, Grady up front, then uh, Rashad Evans coming over from the Titans to – uh, a former Alabama guy that Richie Grant, a second-round pick, a strong safety. Those are your up-the-middle guys where you got to raise the cane, you got to really shut it down. Uh, you know, A.J., the shutdown corner, but the, it didn't really matter because the other corner was giving up a 1,000 yards. And, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, so, so, so he could lock his guy down, but the other guy was wide open. So uh, they went out and got Casey Hayward for that. So it's going to be nine new starters, nine of 11 Ooh. new starters on that defensive side of the ball that's looking for that dog mentality, that dog identity that Bobby's talking about. But, yeah, the top three guys are Grady, um, and AJ, and then you're wondering if the middle linebacker can, you know, re, um, revive his career after he got benched in Tennessee. Rashawn Evans, yeah. former first round pick from Alabama. D. Orlando Ledbetter, the Atlanta Journal Constitution Falcons beat writer. Uh, Orlando, how was the fan base? How do they feel about the Falcons pursuing uh, Deshaun Watson, missing out, and then jettisoning Matt Ryan? Yeah, they um the fan base is kind of indifferent. Uh, you know, they the there was a vocal minority that didn't like the Deshaun Watson pursuit. The ownership was willing to take on the hits. To uh, you know, they saw during the Michael Vick thing that hey, guys can uh, uh do okay with second chances and so forth. And they knew him, which a lot of teams in the league did not know him. Uh, he had worked in the building as a ball boy. Uh, they watched him grow, grew up, grow up, and uh, seen him at Clemson. So you know they would have put a plan in place to help him rehabilitate himself and his image. Uh, but it didn't get that far because they didn't have two hundred thirty million dollars to give him to guarantee. So the fans are like, hey, you know, they would have warmed up to it. Uh, they're they're. It was half of them wanted Matt Ryan gone anyway, uh, and those folks are happy right now. So, uh, and, and, but and now they want to see Desmond Ritter. They don't want to see Marcus Mariota. So it's a fickle fan base, and uh, uh, they are hard to please here in Atlanta. I wish – look, I, I would have taken Matt Ryan. I would have taken Matt Ryan any day. Well, we talked about this before, D. I, I think Matt Ryan – I better watch what you wish for. I think he'll have success uh, with the I think he'll have a lot. The supporting cast there. Yeah, no doubt. In uh, Indianapolis, uh, we got a story coming out this week on Saturday with him talking about his young receivers, uh, how Jonathan uh, Taylor's the man up there. Uh, he likes Naheem Hicks, his backup back, and he knows how to spread the ball around, so that's going to automatically make uh, Indianapolis a contender in the AFC South, just whether if their defense is sturdy enough with uh, Shaquille Leonard uh, being banged up a little bit, if they're going to be able to stop some people at all. D, when the Falcons were really rolling a few years back, uh, a big part of it, too, was the running game, and you had a young Devontae Freeman. Uh, Coleman was there. Kevin Coleman, Man, yeah. and, and that was really, man, a, a really tough one-two punch to go against, and not even talking about what you had with Julio Jones out on the outside. But who are going to be the main backs in, in this offense this year? Because I do know with Arthur – 
one of the things he did for the Titans, he knew how to put the key in the door and and click it. Derrick Henry, he ain't got no Derrick Henry with the tight with uh, with the Falcons. But who are going to be the main cogs as far as runners? Because I th- I know in talking to him in the past, he's always always talked about I, I like the two running back system, but. I mean, Freeman and Coleman, man, when they were rolling, it was really, really tough uh, to defend because Freeman was such a good receiver out the backfield and Coleman's big playability once he could turn the corner. Yeah, no doubt about it. And then even going back, Michael Turner and Jerry Snowwood, yeah. they had a 2,000-yard season together. So Falcons don't have any players of that ill. Or Jamal. AD, how, how about Jamal Anderson <laughs> doing the derby? Well, well, that was a one-man show going back that far. I was just staying with the, staying with the Matt Ryan era. Right, right, right. Go back to the gym, and uh, he did his thing, the original Dirty Bird. Yeah, right, right. He did that original Dirty Bird. But you so, know what? So it, who's going to handle the, the rushing load? I, I, don't, I don't think they know yet. Do they know D? I mean, who? Yeah, who? Patterson and Damian Williams. Okay. They got him over from Chicago to former Kansas City back and kid out of Oklahoma. He's been a backup. Uh, but it's going to be split between those two guys. And they got uh, Tyler Algier, a fifth-round pounder back out of uh, BYU that they like, but I don't think he's ready to go right away. Uh, but, yeah, Patterson and Damian Williams will be the one-two punch opening up here in Atlanta. Now, D, it doesn't matter who's the back, though. I was looking at, you know, because here at LSU and in Tiger country, we worried about our offensive line. But I'm looking at the Falcons' offensive line. Uh, and uh, where are they at? I'm looking at the set at left tackle, obviously, the Matthews uh, bloodline there and Jake Matthews. And then you look at right guard, uh, Chris Lindstrom, uh, but I'm looking at the Falcons have given up at least 40 sacks in each of the past uh, four seasons. Now you can say, well, Matt Ryan's in the pocket. Maybe a more, more mobile quarterback can help. But if you're getting sacked and then you won before last running, I mean, you could blame, okay, well, if we had a better running back or better quarterback, but it, it seems like they haven't been getting it done up front. Is that the weak link you think on the Falcons team right now or what? Yeah, I do, Bobby. I've been screaming about that since Terry got here. Uh, the final <laughs> former Saints guy and uh, and Coach Arthur Smith, but they feel like they can somehow mask the line. So uh, they didn't do anything with the line. They got uh, Drew Dahlman beat out Matt Hennessy at center. They brought in Elijah Wilkerson, a backup from Chicago and the Broncos, put him at left guard, and they stayed with Caleb McGarry at right tackle after they didn't give him a stiffier option. So it's essentially the same line, three out of five guys, and two, you know, one one guy they're high on, a fourth-round pick that they're high on, and a kid that was with another team. So uh, they think you can build a line, but it doesn't, you don't have to use first-round picks to build a line. So um, we're going to find out if that's the case, if they can cut blocks and get people open. Uh, we know they can't protect the quarterback, so they're probably not even going to try any five- and seven-step drop stuff. So it's going to be interesting to see how they scheme around the fact that they don't have a road-grading line. D. Orlando Ledbetter, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution Falcons beat writer. D. Orlando, thanks, man. Always a pleasure. Thank Good you, to have you on. Hey, hey, no problem, uh, Michael Bobby. Thanks for having me. Thank All right, you D. Thank you, man. Thank you, All right, we'll step away and come back to Kurt in New Orleans. Big John, Phil, James, and Bobby's got a mind-blowing stat about LSU. Uh, Jaden Daniels and Joe Burrow. Yeah, yeah, I know it's gonna blow your mind, and uh, you know it blew my mind too. Thinking of D and going way back, 
You know, when you have, you, you want to do it by committee, you just have one guy, Jamal Anderson. People didn't realize Jamal Anderson, University of Utah, he's from L.A. What, you know, Jamal Anderson had, like, back-to-back seasons. And you know why he blew out his knee? He had, like, 400 touches a season. Not, not, not yeah. a couple of hundred. Like, 800, like, in, in two years. Talk about a ride a horse. It was almost, he was the modern-day version, Jamal Anderson, as far as being worked like Earl Campbell. You know how Bum Phillips ran Earl Campbell to the ground? Well, they were running. Cause I was doing the radio then. They were running Jamal Anderson into the ground, and he, did, and, he, and he did all that Dirty Bird stuff. This is Sports Talk here on WWL. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance but hurry in these deals won't last add more joy to your journey at the hyundai getaway sales event now get zero percent apr or up to 1500 bonus cash on the hyundai tucson now during the hyundai getaway sales event offers end soon call 562-314-4603 for details Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.